Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Every morning, Darren Armstrong talks big brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Fios to HOH. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for October 20th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and I'm here today to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. It was day 79 in the house, and we have kind of a new HOH with kind of new plans. Uh, and we'll kind of, I guess, update you on it all. And with me to do so is Booyah. How you doing, Booyah? I'm doing well. Welcome, everybody, to the October 13th live feed update because it's Rewind Week. We're back. Groundhog Day once again. It really does feel like that. Um, Taryn, isn't it funny that what we talked about and joked about happening has now happened, and here we are. And also, there's still a small window, Taryn, that next Friday's live feed update, we might be saying the exact same thing as we are this update. So, fun times abound. Yep. Uh, Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk through it. Of course, uh, Jag was the not-so-invisible HOH. He had Corey and America on the block. We saw that Corey was evicted unanimously. Prior to the eviction, there was a little bit of talk about what would happen if there were anybody else that would win HOH, um, mostly Serene Felicia talking about how they would target Jag. And they talked to Blue, who was saying that she would target America. Um, and that uh, America's everyone's target and whoever goes up next to America as the pawn will just need to deal with it. Just chill. Just don't make a scene. Just accept your place next to America because we're all voting America out. Yeah. America's gonna go. Mm-hmm. So, Beads come back from the HOH competition. <clears throat> And Jag <laughs> has won back-to-back H. Something that has never happened before, that you are allowed to get out your target as the HOH, then compete and win the following HOH and get another target out back-to-back, especially egregious uh, here at the final uh, seven. Um, uh, but, you know... Especially, especially egregious, given that he was already evicted from this game. <laughs> but, hey, I'm not in charge of the show. 
I'm just a viewer. Yeah, officially, Taryn, now locking in that Jag will be able to compete in every veto moving forward with this safety. So no longer in a position where Jag can't compete or doesn't get his chip drawn. He's got a clear path to the end now. He just has to survive the double, really. You want you want to really uh, want me to really break your heart? Oh no! Oh, I know. Yeah. Okay, do it. According to mo- most people in the house, if Jag had not been allowed to compete in this competition, like he should have not been able to compete in this competition, Suri Fields was in line to uh, to win this one if Jag hadn't beat her. Um, so. Great job, production. Thank you, production. Yay. Uh, the good. Okay. Okay. Let's silver lining it though, Taryn. The good news is there's still a chance we get to see a Suri HOH rain because Suri ain't going nowhere this week. So. Yeah. Yay, Taryn. Yay. <laughs> so, uh, of course, like the thing about this is that like, you know, Jack's not even like we talked about this with Cameron, though, like Jack's not even like a once in a generation competitor that he should be winning four back to back to back to back competitions. Um, like uh, like I think there's a case to be made that maybe Michael was, but Jack's like win percentage uh, is nowhere close to Michael or Janelle. Uh, there are five more competitions that Jack. Could, this is his sixth win. Um, and Jag can compete theoretically in five more competitions, which means he has the possibility to break the record and get 11 competitions if he wins every single one of the five available competitions to him. Uh, But even if he did that, even if he won every single one of the five more competitions, he'd still be way off of the win percentage that Michael and Janelle had because he will have competed in almost 10 extra competitions for reference, they won nine out of 15 competitions, Michael and Janelle. Uh, Jag will have competed in 24 competitions by the end of the season if he gets to the end. Uh, and uh, again, nine out of 15 was, was Michael and Janelle. When Jag finished his 15th competition, he had won two. That's, that's a wild statistic to put out there. Because obviously, if he does win five more he will have the sole record of most one in a season so that would be huge but when you look at the breakdown it won't look as impressive here's the thing still low-key kind of impressive because these are a lot of comps uh, if he does win that many but he did get as just as many tries so or a lot more tries rather a lot more tries yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and listen i've been talking about this for a while but this is a major issue. Before Big Brother 19, only three people in the show's history won seven or more competitions. It was Vanessa, who had just done it in 17, uh, Danny, and Janelle. Um, and since Big Brother 19, someone in the season has won seven or more comps in almost every single one. The only one missing there, Big Brother 23, where Nick Xavier won six instead of seven. Um, and he was throwing competitions at the start of the season. Um, Paul won eight, Casey won seven, Jackson won eight, Cody won eight, Michael won nine, Xavier won six, Jag has now won six. Uh, you might also notice 
Um, only one person prior to Big Brother 19 had ever won eight or more competitions. That was Janelle. Since Big Brother 19, four more people out of the six seasons that have been played have won eight competitions. All of them men. Um, and you can't even say, well, that's because there are more competitions. The day, the, the, the longer seasons because the longer season started in Big Brother 15, as did the more competition. In fact, more competitions were played in the period from Big Brother 15 to Big Brother 18 than from Big Brother 19 to Big Brother 25. Uh, they're just the consolidation of competition wins is is a, is a thing. And in this season, it's particularly interesting because it's literally just been like, well, when uh, when Heisen was there, he was winning them all. Then he left and Cameron started winning them all. Then Cam left and now Jag is winning them all because the competitions are structured in a way where just one person is just always going to win the vast majority of the competitions because they're too samey. Uh, I mean, Jag competed in BB Comics, which is a physical slash puzzle riddle-esque competition that he dominated. He then gets to compete a second time in a row in an HOH competition that apparently was also a somewhat physical, obviously not quite as physical, but still same kind of themed HOH competition in a row. Uh, like, it's a problem. It's a problem. It's boring is the main problem. It is. It is. And it, it does start breeding this mentality that winning comps equals playing the game, losing comps equals not playing the game. And I say this because I've been keeping an eye on the casual C's, Taryn. And what I see is a lot of that sentiment where, well, Cameron was the only one playing the game. Like, no, but he had the most wins. So you would think he has the most agency and the most like play whatever. I'm not here for that. I've always been here for the social. I'm here for the you talk yourself out of a corner. That's what I'm here for. The comps are kind of there to complement the journey with some ability to put people up and stuff. But you're not wrong in that what we were described with for this HOH comp is that there were three rooms they had to run around in and solve a bunch of puzzles. Some former house guest names are involved in it. From what I gathered, mostly winners or if not all winners. but. That's still like a hybrid situation. I like some randomosity. I want some crap shooty. But when you're HOA, when you look at the competitions in like the last three, four weeks, they've all pretty much been some kind of hybrid thing. And I recognize that there's going to be people that say, well, how can you say that it's made for like one or two players when it's a hybrid and, you know, it's physical and brains? Because the reality is not everyone's built like that. Not everyone is going to be able to do a physical and a puzzle. Some can do puzzles. Some can do just physical. And the physical is really where you're damned because you need to be fast for the physical with the puzzle. Yeah. Anyway, I'm about to rant. So let me just let me just snooze button myself. We've been through it all before. Yeah. And, and, and like the, the fact of the matter is it doesn't matter what what the analysis is, why it happens. The fact is it happens. Right. Uh, the the statistics alone are screaming about this. That something has to change if we want if we want it to change. And I think that most people probably do if they recognize what's happening, which is that the the only of only a small handful of people are capable 
uh, not only capable, but then will win a large majority of the competitions in any given season nowadays. And every single season, the strategy amounts to the same thing, which is win all the competitions, take out the other people that can beat me in competitions, win more competitions. Um, and the only way out of that is if you are particularly skilled, like Taylor was last year. Um, otherwise, every other winner prior to that was just winning all the competitions at the end. Um, and uh, it may, you know, props to Xavier for playing Kyland in the way that he did. Uh, but even then, at the end, and, and to be fair to Xavier, I think people are going to take him anyway. Uh, but you know, beyond that, and in Cody too. But like again, like the competitions were there anyway. Like we didn't have to rely on people taking them because they won anyway, because that's, that's the point there. They had already won so much that they were in such a strong position that they then just were able to either win or be taken because they can just win. Um, so uh, it's, and, and, and all of this, of course, to say that this is on top of the serious issue right here, which is that Jag should never have been able to compete in this competition. Uh, it is absolutely absurd that they allowed Jack to compete in this competition, given that uh, there's already a precedent for anonymous HOH reigns to fake compete in a competition and just be forced to throw the competition. It is what happened to Claire just two years ago, and she was evicted that week. She mm-hmm. was evicted the week that she was forced to throw the competition. And Jag gets to play. It's absurd, uh, especially because the reasoning is that we can't let people know that he's the invisible HOH. Well, again, there's a solution to that, which is just make him throw it like Claire had to. And on top of that, it was so widely known that it was joked about in an eviction speech that night. Everybody knew already. Like, what do you mean? On top of that, I'm pretty sure they weren't even playing with each other. They were playing somewhat separately in a spot where like there was it was, it was even easier to have him not either compete or play to win. Um, when people said that they that he won, they just heard screaming. Uh, so clearly they weren't with him at the time. So like, what are we doing? What is this? I think and my biggest qualm with all of this is if you were so if they were insistent that he can compete let's say fine let's pretend for a second say fine then there should be a stipulation that if he tells people if the entire goddamn house knows that you're the invisible hoh so much so that Corey can say it at the speech last night and you still have to follow the charade of all right no, Jack still has to go to the HOH. We still have to maintain that he's the, sorry, DR. We still have to maintain that he is not the HOH. At that point, you've, I feel like you should have forfeited your opportunity because he's basically gotten two public HOHs, just one HOH bedroom reign because the other one, he didn't have that. So for me, there should have been a stipulation of if you keep it a secret, you can compete next week. If two people know, one person knows, you have to forfeit it. And Taryn, a timed comp is the perfect chance to have that be the case where, all right, you're in this room, just just sit back for 45 minutes. You're not winning, but no one will know. So that'll be fine. Yeah, uh, and it's it's just, it's a fundamental component of how Big Brother works that you aren't able to win back-to-back HOHs. It is the 
it's the thing that makes the show the game work that you can't just win over and over and take out multiple people at a time that when you are the HOH, the only thing that that prevents that from being like the end all be all of strategy is to just win HOH is that you are then vulnerable in the next week. And if Sari had won this HOH, she would have been targeting Jag. And Mm -hmm. instead, Jag gets to be the sole person to then win HOH over her. Uh, On top of the fact that America was in second place last week and America might have also targeted Jag last week. So two times in a row, he is the sole person winning over the people that will be targeting him. And again, he was already evicted in a spot where he should have left because that twist wouldn't have even been there if Luke hadn't been ejected from the game and they hadn't decided to go through with the Kirsten eviction in a spot where they shouldn't have gone through with the Kirsten eviction because then they needed to add a twist. If that doesn't happen, Jag is gone months ago. No lies detected. I don't know what else I can respond to you with because we're on the same wavelength. Um, Ultimately, let me, okay, you know what? New element. Um, Entertainment, folks. We watch this show to be entertained and have fun. You know what's not fun? Samey, samey stuff. We, you know, everyone at the beginning of the season is like, oh, it's going to be a steamroll. Suri's going to steamroll. This is not fun. You know what's not fun? The same person winning all the comps and having made up what their decisions are and we don't get a new wave, a new direction going. That's not fun. Literally, I joked about this when we started the podcast, but you might as well call this October 13th because we're pretty much at the same spot we were last week, except there's going to be a different person next to last week's target pre-veto. Really? Yeah. So, Jack has won. Um, Another weird call by production. America is going to talk about um, how her and Corey have now told each other that they love each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, this happened uh, on the final day, uh, on day 79. Um, and apparently, uh, before they had even done that, she had left in his goodbye message. She had said uh, that she loves him. Didn't get it in the episode. It was not only didn't get it in the episode, it was cut from the goodbye message, which, by the way, they don't see the unedited goodbye messages. They only see edited goodbye messages. So that's just not there why i don't know production is so weird about like i'm not even listen you know this i am not an americori person but why Mm -hmm. in the hell would that not be in the goodbye message like this is a show that really does love their showmances i am surprised because this is prime content for a showmance i'm i don't understand why they would remove it do you think she said that she effing loves him and there was an f-bomb that they couldn't have in there that's the only thing I can think of at that point. I mean, they had plenty of f bombs in the episode. Uh, we literally did have the the uh, the f off uh, with America anyway in the episode. So you're not wrong there. Oh man. Um, I mean, honestly, the only thing I can think of is that uh, they need to like protect Jag's image, given that they're letting him win another HOH and they're just letting him win all these comps, and they need him to be like the new star of the show because of that. Uh, and this, the first thing Jag said when he heard about that was like, oh, that makes me look like an awful person. Well, don't worry, Jag. They didn't put it in the episode. <laughs> You're safe. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, uh, Sari, Felicia, and Matt talk briefly when the feeds come back. Felicia's asking, who's going up as the pawn next to America? Because they don't, uh, she doesn't want it to be her. Um, and Matt isn't really sure. Uh, Felicia says that she thinks it should be Bowie. That Bowie should go up on the block next to, uh, next to America. Um, and of course, uh, my response to that is, then why did you help make sure that Bowie was tight with Matt and Jag all week? Um, Suri did talk to Corey uh, before the eviction, and they talked about how Felicia ratted out the plan. And Corey was like, why would she do that? Like, that just puts Bowie closer to them. And Suri was like, I don't know, Corey. They're all idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's been this joke running around the, uh, the internet this past week and, and more. I, Ceri's so done with this show after it's done. 100 days hits, never again. We don't talk about this show no more. The odds of, the odds of Ceri doing a deep dive with me are about 0%. <laughs> They're plummeting on a daily, Taryn. Ceri... <laughs> um, after Matt leaves, Suri quickly gets to Felicia. And this was very fun because this is, it's again, it's just like she's heads and shoulders above the rest of them uh, in terms of social uh, and honestly strategy. Um, she goes to, she immediately goes to Felicia. She says, okay, we need to get our story straight. She's like, what do you mean? Uh, if they're targeting America, America is going to rat us out. We've talked to America about maybe working together, about maybe targeting Matt and Jag. We need to have the same story when, cause she will, she will rat us out in a heartbeat. She will be on them like white on rice. Uh, and th- like they are going to, uh, they're going to come to us and they're going to ask us, what did you talk to America about? We need to say the same thing. Um, and so she makes sure the story uh, is straight for both of them. They deny that they ever talked about working with her. They just let her talk and they basically just nodded their heads to what she was saying, but they never talked about anything in detail. And of course, they were never going to work with her or anything like that. Uh, and so, you know, the, the specifics aren't super important. The, the basics are, Suri very, very humorously was like, Felicia, we need to, and Felicia's like, why? What does, it, what does it matter? She's like, because we need to say the same thing. If I say something different than you, that's a bad look for us. Then we might go on the block. This, her mind is really somewhere else, like incredible next level, because I truly do think that getting on the same page is the smartest thing you can do, especially when there's only seven people left. You know, Matt's not going up. You know, probably America's going to end up touching the block. You know, she might have survival instincts kick in and kick up some dirt to try and not have that. So getting on the same page is very smart. Obviously, if I'm sorry, I'm still worried a little bit because Felicia can kind of lone wolf it sometimes. So that being said, though, getting ahead of it and trying your best at the beginning is the best thing you can do. Yes. Um, in the meantime, Jag is talking with Bowie in the bathroom. Matt eventually joins them as well. 
Um, and they all fairly quickly agree. So, blue's a bigger threat than America, right? Well, yeah. So, we should be targeting blue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, blue needs to go. And just like that, we're back to last week. Yeah, they they're they got to blue being the bigger target because blue has more allies in the house than America at this stage. And is a better competitor. And is a better competitor because she guessed 105.69. <laughs> yeah. Um so uh blue is the target. Um and then they start talking about okay, well, what's the best way to get blue out? Should we nominate her straight away? Should we backdoor her? Uh, Bowie is concerned if they try to backdoor her, then she could win the veto, use it on America, and then they have to vote Felicia out, and that would be such a waste. Uh, and that's true, but would she really use the veto on America? Well, do we want to take that chance? Um, and so they kind of tentatively agree Blue should probably go on the block next to America, and they'll just tell Blue that she's a pawn next to America. And hold on, do you remember what we were talking about at the start of this day? The blue was saying, oh yeah, blue is saying whoever goes on the block next to America as the pawn needs to get over it and chill. Better get to chilling. <laughs> Better get to chilling. Yeah. Also worth noting, um, and I don't know how much you noticed this, but Matt kind of giving some promises of his own despite not having the power is very eye-opening for me. I mean, not that I didn't know already, but he basically told Suri and Felicia they're safe. He then later, like he, he tells America later on, yeah, yeah, we're, you know, the, I'm looking at someone else as a target and so is Jack. Not that they need any more people thinking they're working together. And obviously that's already out in the open. But part of me was like, Matt, don't say anything. Just, just shh, shh. You don't have the power. You don't need to look like you have it right now. You're fine. <laughs> well, I think, I think Matt just, he just wants to, I mean, this has been Matt's MO the whole time. He's taking credit. He's, he's building these connections and relationships more so than Jag. Um, and, you know, if it doesn't turn out that way, you can just blame Jag. Uh, you know, like, and then they feel like, well, Matt wanted me to stay, but then Jag came in. Um, you know what's baffling to me is looking at someone had put out the names and numbers of the amount of comps everyone has won. Mm hmm. Part of me, if you had made me do a blank quiz, I would have guessed Matt has won, had won more than one. So this is true. He's kind of made me think that he's done and won more as well, just as a result. Right. Well, the part of the trick of that is that he has, he's kind of, in some ways he's won three and in some ways he's won one uh, because he won Path to Power and he mm -hmm. won the veto that he gave to Jared. Um, so... Uh, oh yeah, the Yankee swap. Kind of won three competitions, even though he's only technically held uh, one veto. Um, so uh, you know, it's it's a little little tricky there. But um, he does not seem to perform particularly well in these hybrid comps. Uh, Matt has outperformed Jag in almost every physical competition uh, that's strictly physical. But anything that is uh, like riddle uh or puzzle or not puzzle i should say actually just like riddle ish related um which i guess you know what is a riddle i would say like bb comics is more of a i would call it a riddle than a puzzle that was like the hoh competition where they put a puzzle together um because those are very different skill sets matt did very well in the puzzle uh does not seem to do well in the 
quote unquote riddle stuff, uh, questions, um, you know, mental, whatever. I don't know. There's probably a better <laughs> term for it, but, uh, but he does do very well, of course, in straight physical stuff, brain teasers. Yeah, that's a good one. Although I guess a puzzle would also be a brain teaser though. Um, <laughs> I feel like you can be good at brain teasers, but not all of them, like only a specific one. Because mm-hmm. um, for me, like Sudoku, that's my stuff right there. But you gave me anything else, I'm a struggle. Yeah, Matt and Jag have both not performed particularly well in straight quizzes. Um, but, uh, you know, um, the, we've already had most of those. You so. ready, Taryn? You ready for Thursday when we get a quiz? <laughs> And then Bowie Jane wins and doesn't oh, put them up. <laughs> that's the thing, right? Like, so Bowie, so Bowie's kind of an interesting one because Bowie won a quiz comp, but she claims that she was guessing on most of the questions, which might kind of track considering how she won the tiebreaker. Um, and also she had performed very poorly in almost every other quiz comp. Uh, so I don't know. She might not actually be good at quizzes, um, Suri has performed pretty well on quizzes, the most recent one being her worst performance, uh, although even then she tied a bunch of people. Um, America has done okay at quizzes. Uh, Felicia does pretty well at quizzes. So uh, if it's a quiz double, v- double eviction, then yeah, I mean, I think there's a good chance Jag's leaving. But we've already done a quiz double eviction. And uh, if I had to guess, I would say it's probably more of like, remember that BB-21 double eviction where it was like, there was some sort of uh, like, uh, you know, like Nicole won it, right? And it was like, um, was that uh, the hockey one? Yeah, it was like something like they had to do a thing down a lane. Um, It might be some sort of skill slash mm -hmm. luck based thing. And then. Aza had like a one one right. that was similar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's. I think yeah, the Aza one too with like a ball that is being rolled. So I think it's probably going to be more crapshooty than quiz, which in this spot is actually probably worse if we want a different result because a crapshoot gives Matt and Bowie a, at least two out of the five people competing, right? So uh, a two out of five chance um, versus you know probably a better chance if it's a straight quiz, but. At the end of the day, it's still by far the best odds uh, for um, for them to to be able to finally win something here uh, in this double eviction. And so Jag is definitely in some danger heading into this double eviction. But who knows? I mean, yeah, at this point, he should be and is going to be in danger. The guy has more comp wins than everybody in the house combined at the moment. But that being said, like we said earlier, basically having won this HOH now, he's guaranteed at least a veto draw or, or a veto play and then HOH if he survives the double. So. Yes. Um, so, uh, Suri and Felicia talk some more about how Bowie should go up. Um, America does talk to Matt and she basically says, if Jag keeps me safe, I'm, I won't target you guys. Uh, they kind of anticipate that it will be a double eviction. So she says, I won't target you guys in the double eviction. Um, and yes, uh, by the way, um, after Jag and them have just been winning all of the comps lately, Matt is still like, but when are we going to get the slip and slide? Are we not going to get it now? Like, he's just so annoyed that he was not going to get like the competition that he guaranteed wins. Like, uh, like, come on. This, the mention of the slip and slide, Taryn, is what made me 
finalize my decision to not have a coffee last night. I heard slip and slide like three times of the feed came on. I was like, you know what? I'm good tonight. I'm going to sleep. They're, they're helping you stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Thank you. Thank you, big brother. Yeah. S- slip and slide ain't coming this season. Give it up. It's gone. That's what he's worried about. He's like, what are they going to do it at five? Because they're not going to do it at double eviction. Would they do it at five, you think? Tarrant, if they do it at five, how mad are you going to be on the live feed update on Friday? <laughs> Listen, I honestly, this up, I'm having to work myself up. I've lost my passion. I've lost my anger. Like, uh, it's just because I listen, I was angry about this a week ago. I ranted about this a week ago and I've been waiting for it to happen. And then it happened. And, and like, I feel like everybody's mad right now. So I'm trying to match your energy. But like, I'm out of it. I'm out of it. already. I already ranted about this. I was pissed the second they made the call. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying for you, but like, I got nothing <laughs> in the tank right now. Yeah, I feel like we have had ch- uh, pit stops this season where a lot of people have dropped slash enthusiasm has dropped, energy has dropped. I feel like zombie was a part of it for a lot of us and this invisible stuff was another part and then having a back-to-back win could be another pit as well. So mm-hmm. It is what it is, but hey, we're still here. We're still smiling. Yay. Um, Matt and Jag talk late into the night after the HOH room reveal. They're going to discuss and finalize their plans. They talk again about Blue in America. Should they go on the block? So on and so forth. Um, they eventually agree Blue in America on the block together is the best bet because guarantees one of them leaves, which is good. Um, and it also helps keep America on their side, given that she's offering a deal with them. Like she has to go on the block, but they put Blue on the block next to her. There's uh, room for them to move forward with America if they then vote Blue out uh, to be like, look, we did what you wanted. We took out Blue. We kept you safe. Um, and so if they put up like Felicia next to America, then it's very clear what's happening and, and it wouldn't it would be harder. to do that. So um, the plan is to not tell anyone about Blue being the target until after she loses the veto. So they don't have to deal with Blue uh, getting mad at them if things go wrong. Um, Of course, uh, as you mentioned, Matt has already kind of uh, hinted some things. But uh, again, that's just Matt being Matt and sabotaging Jag where he can. (laughs) Um, If one of them wins the veto, if America wins the veto, what who do we tell Blue goes up on the block? Um, And Jag is like. I mean. We have to say Bowie, right? We can't say Felicia. She won't believe that she's the target over Felicia. We have to say, we have to say Bowie. And it's just like, oh, she was crying yesterday about what Corey told her. She's so annoyed about being used. I'm like, what is she? Why is she so annoyed about being used as a pawn? Like, why can't she just go up? I can't believe she cried about it. Like, what is wrong with her? Like, if if I had been in, in let's get this straight, he says. Let's make this clear. It's Bowie's fault that everything went wrong last week. If Bowie had just agreed to go on the block, then everything would have been fine. The whole week would have been easier. The only reason we're in the situation right now is because of Bowie refusing to go on the block. Um, This is part of the problem, too, from my perspective, at least, is that not only do the same people win win these competitions over and over, but winning the competitions and it's interesting but it's also annoying because it's interesting to see you know power corrupts but like when the same people win the same when the competitions over and over 
they inevitably always get so freaking full of themselves <laughs> and start putting everyone else down like they're worthless. Uh, and it's like, again, it's interesting, but watching it happen over and over, year after year, it gets kind of annoying. Especially when you have to watch it as closely as you do and then report on it on a daily basis. It's even more annoying. So, <laughs> Like, can we please just have somebody that's capable of winning a bunch of competitions and also not being a jack? Uh, like, please. <laughs> Oh, no, no, you cannot, Taryn, but thanks for asking nicely. <laughs> um, so, uh, so that's the play. They're going to say Bowie. Um, and uh, may, if Blue wins the veto, maybe Bowie does go up on the blog as a pawn. Who knows? Um, uh, the, because the thing is, the, basically, the only people he's for sure not putting on the block are Matt and Suri. Uh, he doesn't want to put Suri up on the block. So uh, there you go. Suri, as of right now, safe matt as of right now safe now things could get interesting if they do put bowie on the block because if they put bowie on the block all of a sudden they no longer control the votes of course there are seven people in the house three of them can't vote four votes total uh that means that as long as bowie is off the block and matt is off the block they have two votes plus jag is the tiebreaker they completely control who goes home however if they make the mistake of putting bowie on the block then all of a sudden, Matt is only one vote, and Suri, Felicia, and Blue could decide to send Bowie out over America, theoretically, if America's the other person on the block. Or perhaps if it's like Blue versus Bowie, it could be America, Suri, and Felicia that vote for Bowie to go over Blue. Um, now, I think one of those scenarios is a little more likely than the other, in, in the sense that America is a lot more likely to uh to vote bowie out over blue then blue is to vote bowie out over america but uh it does leave them vulnerable it leaves bowie vulnerable so that is uh one potential uh interesting outcome that this week could have if they make that mistake i love a good fumble and i love a good mistake so that would be very entertaining especially knowing how much bowie has not wanted to be on the block uh, that would be entertaining to see for me. I think the veto being one is the best case scenario this week with what we have going on, because even Felicia hitting the block, she's not going to be happy. And I'm excited to watch that go down. What would be a meh is if Blue in America go up, vetoes one by Jack, Jack, Matt, and then doesn't get used. And then it's like, well, there goes the week. Uh, good game. Fun times. So fingers crossed we get some entertainment in it all. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you wanted to bring up, Booyah? Uh, no, I think we highlighted everything that came up. I think we got a healthy rant in, which was good. Uh, and uh, we'll see how the rest of the week plays out. We will indeed. All right. Well, that's what we have for you. Of course, I'll be back tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. Uh, we'll see. Honestly, uh, we'll see probably this plan play out uh, blue and America on the block. And then uh, it's really just a matter of does something interesting happen with the veto? Um, but uh, who knows? Um, we'll, of course, get to see uh, Jag's explanation to blue about why he's putting her on the block. And we'll probably see blue uh, tell Sari that she trusts that she's the pawn. And Sari will be like, yep. Um, 
And then, uh, you know, then we'll see what else happens. But uh, that's what we have for you here. Uh, I'll be, uh, you know, find me on Twitch, find me on Instagram, all those places. Uh, Puya, what do you got going on? Um, well, Puyaism on Twitter, twitch.tv slash Puya. I'll be streaming every day this weekend. So come through 10 p.m. tonight. We have a good time. Uh, as far as my podcast, go Terran Traders Canada has been a lot of fun. Three episodes in, exit interviews, the whole nine yards with me and Scally. And then 90 Day, I had Leon on with me for one of them. I had Jason Reed on for the other. And Leon and I have been talking Mass Singer as well. So you can check all of that. Just find me on socials. You'll find that all there. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us here today. And I will see all of you next time. I hate it. All of it. And everyone. They can all go to hell.